welcome to the Mythos Mystery Society presents The Company, a Mythos Con 2020 event brought to you by Schmuckies. Schmuckies, it's in your blood. I don't <laughs> Hello, everyone. Um, I think we're going to do introductions for each other first because that's how these things go. Hello, I'm Maria. Um, I am on the internet at Happy Capture Everywhere. I'm running this year game. I'm the manager of these this motley crew. Um, the company is a spooky, scary horror game. As such, there shall be spooky, scary horror stuff. Please keep that in mind as you watch this show. Thank you. Um, we can go around, uh, introduce yourselves. Uh, you'll be able to introduce your characters in the intro of this game. Um, but, uh, you can at the very least say, uh, the character's name and what, uh, career path they have chosen. Um, starting, if you would like, uh, Eli. Well, hey, everybody. I'm Eli. Uh, I use he, they pronouns. Today I am playing Bo, who use any and all pronouns, and they are a medic. Hey, everyone. I'm Kaya Gasson. Um, today I am playing Tick, the, um, the technician, and she also uses, uh, she uses she, her pronouns. Ah, Hi. Hi everyone. Hi, I'm Tim. Uh, use he him pronouns. And today I'm playing Morris, uh, Morris Minor, and I'm uh, a, a good engineer. That's that's not the accent I want to do for this person. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, let's go over to Ty. I'm Ty. Use he him pronouns. You can find me at Ball and Brawler on Twitter. And tonight I am playing Herman Beasley, who uses he him pronouns and is a scientist. Start over to Dave. And I am Dave, I use he, him pronouns, and I am playing Dirk Brandish. Uh, <laughs> I'm a soldier, um, and he uses he, him pronouns too. And that's all I'm going to tell you for now. <laughs> With that, I'll throw it back to Maria. Fantastic. Uh, so, uh, I use they, she pronouns, by the way, and the manager doesn't use any because they're just the manager, and that's all you need to know about them. Uh, so, to begin... You all sit at a long table in a monochromatic, windowless meeting room. Someone has brewed a pot of coffee. It's slightly burned smell, almost distracting you from the plush, yet somehow uncomfortable chairs you're sitting in. Laying on the table in front of each of you is a simple manila envelope with ARC Team stamped on the front. And sitting at the head of the table is the manager, your manager. They sit comfortably, and as you all sit there for an awkward moment or two, they say, leaning forward, Well done, everyone. Your hard work and greatness have not gone unseen by us in the management department. You have been chosen among your peers as the best in your fields and are hereby being reassigned to a new division, the Asset Recovery and Containment Division, to be precise. Congratulations, you must all be very proud. Now that the celebrations are out of the way, they push a button on a small remote, causing the lights to dim and the projector behind them to flicker on. About a day ago, contact was lost with the Eurydice facility. This is a facility that is located in a deep sea research place far off in the middle of nowhere. I'm sure you all know about it. Great. 
It's owned and operated by us here at Wuhan Baxter, the pharmaceutical department to be specific. A subsidiary is something, something otherwise. And we have lost contact with them. Uh, you all may open your manila envelopes. And inside your manila envelopes, you each get a briefing. Uh, in this briefing, uh, it gives uh, small details about uh, the current situation, which now, uh, looking around, you all see that you are all part of this new team. This new team that has been assembled to deal with situations. Uh, inside of your manila envelope uh, are a handful of things. Uh, you have four pictures of four different people. They're all scientists. Uh, a Dr. Yang, Dr. Ligotti, Dr. Shively, and Dr. Astoria. All things that I will revisit. Re um, and uh, the current uh, mission objectives. Uh, so this facility that you have been uh, uh, shown on your briefing um, is, uh, as the manager described, a deep sea research facility located 20,000 feet below sea level attached to the uh, Orpheus shipping uh, the uh, docking platform. Uh, the... Uh, crew has uh, not been in contact for over 24 hours uh, and as such uh, the team you, the ARC team has been assembled to uh, go down to the Eurydice to locate any uh, and all potentially surviving members of this scientist crew uh, as well as, uh, if you happen to be there, uh, collecting, um, uh, should you not find scientists, their personal keys. These keys are things that store information, particularly what they were researching while they were down there. Uh, it says in big, bold letters, this information is confidential in your, in your briefing. There's a, a small, um, video that begins to play on the projector behind you. Uh, and it is a kind of a, a, a cheesy, almost 80s uh, pop song that plays for about five seconds or so. Um, and a voice pops on that says, we know that you all may have many, many questions, but fear not, we here at Wuhan Baxter are pleased to be able to say with confidence that you are all the best of the best. Any questions can be held and will be answered probably. And the projector shuts off, the lights turn back on, and you all once again see each other sitting around the table. Um, starting with Bo. Bo, what do you what does Bo look like? And how does Bo feel about this new assignment that they're on? So Bo is an individual who is probably six foot two, shaved head, uh, dark brown skin, and uh, dressed in what he thinks are modern scrubs, but they're really just the like really ugly green color that uh, scrubs end up being most of the time. So uh, he is conflicted about their feelings, <laughs> um, excited about a new adventure, but uh, not very excited about the amount of vagueness that 
it entails. So, yeah. Uh, which of your new fellow teammates uh, catches your eye first? Uh, probably look over to Morris. So, Morris is a man in his late 50s, early 60s, borderline retirement, you know. He's, pro- he's, he's got told at one point when he was younger to wear a tie and shirt, even though he's an engineer, but that's fine anyway. He wears a flat cap to hide his slightly balding head. Uh, he's seen a bit. He's waiting for the nice, cushy retirement because he's got to put kids through school and all that jazz. But, uh, you know, just doing a business, drinking the awful coffee because there ain't no tea available. But, uh, you know, sometimes you've got to live the rough with a bit of smooth. But that's not too bad, is it? But, uh, it's a good life. It's a good life. Um, look around and, uh, you know, gaze yonder up to crew and just notice Tick a little bit. Um, Tick is, uh, reading through the, um, uh, the briefing, going through the manila envelope and seeing everything that was, uh, given to them. Uh, she looks to be in her, uh, mid-twenties, um, she essentially just looks like a, a younger me uh, with her. She looks as if she was given a bunch of different military uh, uniform pieces and just picked out um, which ones uh, looked um, the coolest and just kind of uh, patched them together. So she's got her scarf and her, her cool glasses and her jacket um, and crawling around on her seems to be this little um You'd think it's like a little furry creature, but it's like her own little like robot drone. It looks like a little flying squirrel, and it keeps crawling up on her head, um, which is uh, buzzed like mine. Um, and she's just kind of uh, uh, tinkering away uh, in front of her uh, with her little alien ring, and she's just going nom 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 nom. Um, she she looks around the table and. Um, uh, Herman's uh, glasses catch her eye. Yeah. Love a, a, a good person in glasses. Well, Herman's about 65. His face ravaged by gravity as it droops down, heavily creased. He's got slicked gray hair and round glasses, and he's just ecstatic to go get more specimen and he lazily looks to Dirk <laughs> thought you were going to be way more smooth than that <laughs> Dirk I wasn't is, ready <laughs> Dirk isn't even really sitting at the table he's just kind of leaning up against the wall uh, next to the door because he's a soldier and he's been here before um, he he knows what his job is, and it's not as elegant as most other people's jobs, because all he has to do is make sure he, he can keep as many of you as he can legally alive. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to keep all of you alive, according to the company, because he's been in that position before, too. Um, but he he's sitting there, and it basically he's looking at the table, and everybody's sitting at the table, and he's like... He's gonna be a problem. He's probably dying first. <laughs> like basically just uh, gauging on a list of like how 
how much effort he's going to have to put in to try and protect you, or if that effort is even worth it at all. <laughs> um, he's a larger man. He's got, like, a five o'clock shadow, uh, shaved head. Um, he, he really muscly, and he, he wears just, like, a black shirt that has, like, um, kind of, like, security padding inside of it. Uh, and then just black pants and black boots. Fantastic. Uh, so as you all kind of take each other in, uh, taking the information, um, the, uh, the manager speaks up again, uh, and says, now that you're all very familiarized with the contents of your briefing, there is in fact a fairly substantial time crunch. We have wind that there is in fact a large storm that is going to be rolling through, uh, very, very soon. Uh, so you will all need to, uh, transportation has already been, uh, uh requisitioned for all of you. It will take you to the Orpheus, uh, 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 uh platform. And from there, you will descend into the water to the uh, Eurydice facility. Uh, you will have, once you arrive, approximately seven hours to complete uh, everything before uh, we cut off, uh, the, 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 the storm cuts off any sort of visibility for about five hours at that point, uh, uh, taking you. But from there, it would be very, very challenging to do. Any questions? No, thank you. And they will stand up and they will uh, leave the room. So we, uh, just have, a normal fetch quest, as they do. Looking forward to minimal casualties. Can you promise me that? Um, isn't that your job to ensure that we are not? <laughs> I might need a little help this time around. <laughs> he just kind of, like, side-eyes. Herman and Morris. <laughs> listen, 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 mate. Like, not to be, not to be funny. But if I don't come back alive, it's not me you have to deal with. It's me wife, and she's gonna be right sorry that I'll be dead. I hey. mean, oh, we'll good. More liability on me. <laughs> I can't promise anything, and I'll walk into the ship or whatever's taking us. I'll just. I'll just um, distract her with like a good cuppa and just like, you know, calm her down just a little bit. She's oh, gonna kill me. She's gonna kill me. She, she might. But yeah. It, it'll be fine. Don't worry. We'll all be fine and We're grand. Gonna... Absolutely. <laughs> um, right. Peaches, are you ready? And she just kind of scrubbles around. All right. Let's go then. She sets off towards the ship. I'm just going to kind of wait for everybody else to leave first. Nervously kind of tap my foot. Not because I'm nervous, but more so because I have I have a smoking addiction and I'm not allowed to smoke on company grounds as per Wuhan Baxter's. He's just got like 12 patches on him. Like, yeah, that's what the pads underneath my shirt They're actually nicotine, nicotine patches. Bo <laughs> oh, will... Uh tip her hat to the rest of the individuals in the room, then realize that she's not wearing a hat, and then get on the ship. I'll just I'll saunter on afterwards. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Alright. And, uh, you all, uh, are transported, um, via visa helicopter, uh, to the, uh, Orpheus uh, 
docking platform. From there, uh, you are all crammed into a small pod, not, uh, not you know, cheek to cheek or anything like that, but it is still a little bit cramped. Uh, and you begin the long and uh, dark descent into the water. Um, there is a small hatch that you can kind of see a little bit out of. It is a very thick glass, uh, but you're able to see some like fish and things float past. Um, and after what feels like far too long, you begin to see a soft glow coming from beneath you, uh, indicating that you are in fact approaching the Eurydice facility. Um, also in your briefing, you did uh, receive a uh, facility map, um, which is on the World 20 Forum. Uh, and uh, this is something that you can have access to at any time. Um, there is uh, a loud choking uh, sound as you uh, settle uh, at the the uh, pod landing bay, um, and you hear this kind of uh, hissing sound um, that uh, of you um, Morris would know uh, specifically um, that the uh, the chamber currently is decompressing. Open the pod bay doors, Al. <laughs> ah, good one. I know that <laughs> flick. <laughs> uh, it takes about five minutes or so for the uh, the hatch, uh, the chamber outside to completely decompress. Um, but above the door, a light changes from red to green, uh, indicating that you, in fact, can exit safely. I suppose I'll... <laughs> I just kind of look at the people that if there's something dangerous on the other side of this door and they're going to get me killed over it, I just sigh directly at Herman. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> and I, uh, I guess I open the door. Okay. Uh, you open the door uh, and are greeted with a round, metallic, uh, semi-bare room. Um Inside of this room, you can see that there are uh, two access hatches. Um, one of them seems uh, a little uh, odd. Uh, the one that above the, the hatchway door says SO8. Um, you also see in this room a red cabinet, as well as four cages that contain deep sea suits. Um, the uh, walkway to, or the the hatch to uh, SO2, or Sector 2, seems to be uh, open uh, currently. There are dim lights, uh, almost like emergency lighting, uh, on in this place. Um, but no sign of people here to greet you. Um, no sign of any sort of uh, strangeness, at least not from a cursory glance. Um, uh, Dirk. Yeah. Um, I I understand that you're here to um look after us, uh, but I do have peaches, um, who can kind of fly ahead if there's ever an area you don't want to go in physically, and she can kind of just scout to make sure everything's okay. That's a good idea. 
Um, is there any particular direction you'd like her to go in? Well, in theory, if there were people here, they'd probably be in life support. And that hallway's... Well, it's looking a little... Dangerous, if you catch my trip. <laughs> the light flickering. And just, uh, why don't you uh, send your little squirrel friend? Uh, yeah. Say no more. And I'll kind of just have a crawl onto my hand and, and bring it down. Um, and touch the side of my glasses as like a view kind of pops up on them. And I will send her off um, down the hallway to kind of uh, scout ahead. Um, and see what she can see. Perfect, perfect. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. While you are uh, waiting for uh, some kind of feedback from that, uh, does anyone else do anything um, while while Peaches is floating away? Um, is there like a uh, window into the corridor towards um, SO8? Um, there is. There's a, a one very similar to the uh, kind of the almost porthole um, that was in your pod. Yeah, so I'll probably take a quick gander through the tiny tiny window to see what's actually wrong with that corridor or if it's been blocked up or anything. Okay. Um, why don't uh, you? Mm, actually, this won't require a roll. Um, it is a little bit challenging to see through the the kind of thick. Um, glass-like substance um but uh beyond in sector eight uh also labeled as a storage area uh you can kind of uh make out uh some uh metal crates uh barrels um small objects kind of strewn around the floor um but nothing particularly out of the ordinary. I would like for you, though, to uh, make a search uh, a search check for me. Okie dokie. Um, this is only going to be a difficulty of one, so you okay. only need one success. Fantastic. Oh, that's great. Fantastic. So you got actually two successes, uh, which is more than, more than you needed, which is always a great okay. thing. Um, you can see, uh, not through the door, but you kind of look uh, around the door here. This particular door has been welded shut. That's it. Gonna die. <laughs> what? It's a bit of a, bit of a, you know, dodgy welding job, really. You know, I wouldn't have done that personally myself. I would have used more of a TIG welder than an arc welder, but uh, yeah, it's been, it does its job, but don't know why it, this door's been welded. It's not exactly great, but it's it's, it's welded nonetheless. So, is it kickable? <laughs> give it, give it all. Anything is kickable if you use your foot. <laughs> yeah, you could. I mean, you can. Well, you're you're welcome to have a go. Try and kick it. You know, I wouldn't do it myself. You know, but uh, I'll let you have a gander at it. I'll kind of go over and inspect the door, but somebody else could do something while I'm just kind of like giving it a. Can I kick tap, this tap. down? <laughs> Possible. All right. Um, you um now describe to me. Uh, do you have a um a way to get a live video feed from your drone? 
Um, it's kind of vague. Mm-hmm. It says drone used to scout ahead, access systems, and traverse dangerous areas. It doesn't Fantastic. say anything of whether I do or do not. So do you have a live video feed with your drone? I believe I do. I believe it's in my headset. Perfect. She's part AI, part kind of controlled by me. Fantastic. But I've given her a little bit of life because I think she's super cute. Great. Uh, Pete just floats down this uh, this corridor to sector two. And the room inside that they go to is exceptionally dark. They can see that there are um, some LED lights uh, on the walls. Um, small, some of them kind of flickering, um, looking a little bit uh, kind of like a, a server hub. Um, but beyond that, there is there is practically no light other than the very, very, very dim glow from the uh, the corridor that they came from. Is she able to get to a port where she can access the systems and perhaps get the lights back on for us? Uh, she can certainly try. Um, it would be very hard to navigate around in the dark, um, but you can certainly try. Uh, why not? Okay. Um, why then? Let's see. Why not? Let's see. Go ahead and roll for me. Um, this is going to be a... A search? I think this is going to be a search roll. That is a six. A six. All right. So bumping that down, that does make it a critical failure, um, which uh, doesn't do too terribly much as this is a a drone. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, what does happen is you don't find a port. Um, The... uh, thing that does does occur though um and the uh reason that it is going to affect you and not your drone uh is for a moment uh as uh peach just kind of turns about looking for this port there is a brief uh reflection not off of something like metallic or glass-like but as if there was uh, some sort of nocturnal creature in the corner of this room. Uh, and Peach just kind of instinctually focuses back on it and you still see the reflection. And then you see about four more of them next to it. And then they all blink out. Um, so uh, you are going to take two stress. Okay. A, a strange and unexplainable thing. Strange okay. and unexplainable thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, Peaches, come back. You hear a confirmation and it just whirs, whirs and whizzes back to you. Yeah, I uh, think I could kick this down. <laughs> I'm still looking at the door as you're seeing, you're seeing horrible monsters. Heck. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um... Do you have any intel on what could possibly be in this station? Four survivors. <laughs> <laughs> With keys on them. <laughs> Is that it? Uh, Do I actually have more than that as the soldier? Probably um, not, right? As the soldier, um, you 
uh, you probably wouldn't have been told much more than what you got in the briefing, um, other than there is a possibility that there, uh, they, the management is pessimistic uh, that in their um, in the likelihood that there are survivors here. Uh, from what you gathered, the um, primary objective is to get their keys first. Um, and the keys are, are less like house keys. They're more of uh, uh, large, like 1980s aliens, like ka-chunk keys. Um, <laughs> but uh, that seems to be their primary focus. And then also, oh, if they happen to be alive, also bring them and maybe some of the samples of things that they were working on. And Herman is our scientist, right? I'm the scientist. That's <laughs> right. Wow. Um, <laughs> do you need something examined? The hallway's dark. The door is welded. This is absolutely fascinating. Um, do you know of any creatures that could possibly be in this environment? I saw something through peaches. What, what did they look like? Um, glowy eyes, a few of them, and then they were gone. Which is a little bit um, disconcerting. Hmm. 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 I hear Could that. be an underwater station monster. Oh. That was a joke. <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> and I'm going to start to head down that hallway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you quickly realize it is quite dark going down this hallway. Something that you probably already knew, but it is confirmed the closer you get to this next room. Scientific <laughs> process at work again. <laughs> it is dark. I will search. I'd like to search for a light anywhere. Okay. Around. Okay. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> um, you do have, uh, each of you does have a loadout, um, as an aside. Uh, you do have a flashlight. I do have a flashlight. I will turn on my flashlight. <laughs> if, you, if you wish. Okay. Um, all right. You turn the flashlight on, and indeed, you do see that this seems to be some sort of a, a power uh, or server control room. Um, what you also see uh, in the corner, uh, it's ironically the same corner that uh, Tick's flying squirrel saw it, uh, is a creature. Uh, a creature of strange proportions. Looks like this weird, this weird thing. Ooh. It is in roll 20. Oh no. Uh, you see this, <laughs> this strange scurrying creature um, that looks like it could have been possibly a worm, um, possibly some sort of centipede-like thing uh, that has too many heads, too many teeth, far too many eyes, too many of everything. Um, it currently is poking around uh, in the corner, kind of eating at what looks to be cables of some kind as the light hits it. Uh, it's two heads turned towards you. This high-pitched, strange scream comes out of it that almost sounds uh, a little bit like a goat scream as well as a child scream. Um, and it scurries somehow with its slithery body uh, and attempts to uh, try to push its mass through this grate that is uh, near the floor. Um, and uh, it does manage to somehow, even with its kind of 
thicker muscular mask squeezed through these very small, tiny uh, uh, grates. Um, everyone takes two stress from this. Sure. <laughs> How many stress does one get? You can get a whole heckin' lot. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, because this is the first monster you have all encountered, I am going to call for a burnout roll. Uh, so, Tick, um, you said you rolled a two? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So you're going to add that two to your current stress level. What does that number make it? Six. Six. Excellent. Um, so uh, for <laughs> for the next handful of minutes, which I'm, let's see, for the next uh, four-ish minutes or so, um, mm-hmm. you get to actually add a plus one to all rolls. So this is a good, healthy amount of stress. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> Because oh. you're a little stressed, enough for it to be useful. Oh, so it's just enough anxiety. Just enough. Of just enough, exactly. Um, yeah, this is good stress. This is this is helpful stress. This is motivating stress. Mm-hmm. This is this is night before your 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 essay is due in for your lecturer, so you're getting you just have to get it done. Perfect. <laughs> this is this is this is the stress the ADHD me thrives under. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, will try to kind of scurry over to that vent. Oh no, little guy, I just wanted to... Oh, dang. <laughs> Here he goes. Was that oh, a... Was that an E.T.? Like the like the movie? <laughs> what that was? I, I, I'll pull out my one of my vials and a little scraping tool and see if there's anything to collect. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, I don't think its fingers are going to heal us like E.T.'s did. What's an E.T.? It's a movie from the 80s. It's got a, a childlike wonder to it. And I was hoping maybe this mission might be a little better. <laughs> but, uh... No. I'm, I'm into the picture since 1972. So I don't even know what E.T. is, but, uh... If it looks like that, then i best not watch it with the kids, to be honest. <laughs> Um, Herman, you, uh, glance around, there's, it doesn't really leave any sort of trail behind it, uh, but you can see that, uh, on a number of these, uh, surfaces, uh, along parts of the walls, um, on some of these, uh, control panels here, uh, you can see this slick, translucent substance that kind of just seems to be a little bit everywhere. Try to scrape some in a vial. Okay. Um... You can see, uh, especially since you're the one also uh, holding the lights, uh, as you begin to kind of scrape towards it, the substance itself seems to recoil from your prodding uh, Hmm. and begin to move slowly away from you. Uh, You like that? You (laughs) you take one stress. Mildly disappointed in it. Oh, oh come on, no. get over here. <laughs> um, manager, I have a question. I may have an answer. Do I know whether the station has a um a, a proximity not necessarily a proximity alarm? Um are there any types of, of tracking systems or movement um through a central mainframe that perhaps one could see if there's any movement around the station? Um, you would know that in, uh, in sector three, 
Mm -hmm. you know that there is uh, a way at the very least to track where the personnel's keys were or are. Um, you think that perhaps you might be able to uh, get some sort of um, general reading on the system as well if you were to spend some time there. Okay. Um, is there anything I can do in this room to perhaps solve the lighting situation? Now that yeah. I'm physically here, maybe <laughs> with the help of our engineer? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we could take a look, see what we can do. Yeah, um, I feel like I would be a little more comfortable with the lights on. Yeah, we, sounds, could try, we could try that. This sounds like a collaborative role. Ooh, you can absolutely, you can absolutely do. <laughs> um, so, uh, trying to figure out how to turn the power on, it is going to be a slightly more challenging task. Um, so, it is going to be a difficult task. It does require at least two successes. But um, extra die now because hey, I'm stressed. There you go. Um, what uh, what you can do, you can uh, add skills together. You both roll your skills and then your totals are kind of pulled together. Um, however, uh, you may also take stress uh, in assisting each other. Um, each die that you roll as an aside, each die you roll, um, we we do resolve the number on that die. So we don't take the highest or the lowest or anything in between. We, we resolve all of your dice. So if you have six dice, there's six potential chances for a heavy success, but also six chances for a whole heckin' lot of stress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the way I've been rolling, it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. So, oh, right. Um, are, we, are we repairing stuff? So this would be, uh, I would say, uh, search and repair. I rolled four, and Fantastic. it went fine. Excellent. I rolled ish. Ish. <laughs> good. Good, 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 good. I rolled three dice. Okay. So we can start. It went. <laughs> Not it went. great. It went. Perfect. Eight, two, four. Um, Eight, two, four. Good. And uh, nine, six, three, four. Fantastic. All right. So, uh, Tick, uh, you do have one success. You do take two stress. Yeah. Um,. And Morris, can you read me your numbers one more time? Uh, nine, six, four, three. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, you take three stress, but that is your second success. So between the two of you, uh, uh, either butting heads or uh, disco discovering it is much more challenging um, than you anticipated, uh, you do manage to turn the lights on. Um, I can just get the bloody lights on, please. <laughs> here, here, stick that in that all over there. It might. You want me to just shove just look, a look, random it... object into a possible socket? No, look, look, trust me. Are you mad? Look, it's that tiny hole in corner. If you press that with this pen, it'll reset the system and it'll oh, get us on. I'm to reset. I I like, yeah, we found. The fork <laughs> into the outlet. All right. Yeah. No. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. Take that. I don't need your there. pencil. I've got. I've got a pen. <laughs> I like elbow bow, and I just go, how many uh, workers does it take to screw in a light bulb, huh? Not sure anymore. Uh... Does anyone need a limb cut off? <laughs> Scalpel is at the ready. I'm, I am prepared. 
with the lights now kind of on, um, you can see that there is also a ladder that, that goes up into a small hatch in the ceiling. And next to it, you can see a very small uh, small sign uh, that uh, indicates that this is uh, Sector 2B. Um, you can also all see that on this ladder, there appears to be some sort of um, blood stains. Oh. Well, I think that's my specialty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Finally! Bo <laughs> <laughs> oh, reluctantly starts to go up the ladder in hopes that he finds someone at the top. Okay. Uh, the thing that you first find is a small hatch that seems to be sealed with some sort of numerical keypad. Um, you can easily see on the keypad following the blood trail up, there is uh, blood on the three, six, and zero keys. I'm just going to hit him in that order and see what happens. Honestly. Okay. You hit him in that order and you hear... Burp, burp. <laughs> you only get Dirt. three chances. <laughs> and then you're locked out for an hour. Yeah. Eric, do you know what this code is? Uh, did you try three, six... <laughs> or what was the numbers again? Uh, three, three, six, six and, zero. and zero. Did you try three, six, zero? <laughs> I sure did. Did you try six three zero? <laughs> Did you try zero three? <laughs> I'm starting to believe that you don't actually know what the code is, Dirt. I, I never did. <laughs> it takes a little bit of trying, um, but you do manage to input the correct three digits uh, between those three digits. Um, so and... it's not a three tries, and then you're locked out. <laughs> no. You have to reset your password. <laughs> no. Come on, um, Grandpa, write it down next time. <laughs> uh, it uh, gives a very nice little chime, um, and you're able to push this hatch open. Uh, inside is a small module. Um, it has a control panel, uh, and inside. Um, the control panel is one of these large uh, rectangular keys. Um, it is covered in uh, dried blood, uh, and the key is currently inserted into a slot labeled emergency shutoff activation, although it has not been engaged. Uh, besides that, there is no one or anything else in this room. Um... So I take the key, uh, pocket it, and then get back down the ladder. Uh, so found one key. Uh, apparently they're trying to engage the emergency shutoff. Does anyone know what that'll shut off? I just kind of turned to Morris. Um, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll consult my schematics I got. Uh, and after a minute filming for us, uh, yeah, I'll, I, I wouldn't turn that off if I were you. That that means we could, you know, not be dead down here. It's the life support system. All right, sounds good. So if if anything's been turned off up there, we might be a bit of a bother. But um, uh, did you want me? To, did you want me to check it? I, I mean, I don't want to die down here. So... Um, I don't think anybody wants to die down here except for maybe Herman. But Herman's scraping die. blood off of the ladder, <laughs> one of his vials. What? Um, which who could drop dead at any moment? Um, 
I, I mean, we could all drop dead at any moment, to be honest. Um, I don't know. Maybe I could do um, a hack to see perhaps maybe why they wanted to shut it off, see if there's any code left in it. Yes, going up. Oh. Can we wipe off the ladder a little bit, though, first? I don't... I'll scrape off the rest. <laughs> Thank you, Hammond. Keep collecting it. Um, do you mind if I borrow that, um, that key? Uh, Bo tosses it in your direction. Uh, you can see also, uh, kind of engraved on a nameplate, the name Dr. Astoria. Dr. Astoria. Do we know who Dr. Astoria was in charge of? Yes, uh, Dr. Astoria was the field support specialist uh, who run ran the, the comms uh, here on the station. Okay. I will go up the newly scraped ladder. Thank you, Herman. Your dear. And I will head up to the... Um, emergency shutoff system and see if there is a port that I could I could do. There certainly is a port that you could do things to. I'd like to jack in, please. Mm, Alright. Uh, as you are jacking into the port, um, anyone downstairs? Does anyone downstairs do anything? There is a, uh, if you consult your map, there is a uh, large corridor that leads to sector three, as well as the um, the grate that appears to be a ventilation shaft uh, that the creepy crawly spooky scary thing went through. Spooky scary skeletons. Uh, Herman, you want to shine yep. your flashlight in that grate? See if your oh. friend's still in there? Yeah, he's he's like face is pressed up in the grate, the grate <laughs> with the flashlight. Come on back, little guy. I just want to say hello. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, so essentially I'm trying to um, get a line on the code to see uh, when it was accessed okay, um, and what systems they were trying to shut off um, I understand it's emergency uh, shut off but I didn't know if there were specific systems or specific areas they were um, they were trying to target I rolled a 10 Okay. And a five. A ten and a five. So that is still a success. Still a success. Yay. Um, you do gain one stress. Um, <laughs> so but, stressed. But, 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 it is negated by your ten. Your ten gives you minus one stress. Oh. And two successes. So I stay, stay at eight. So you, you stay at eight. Um, do I uh, uh, get a drive for doing my job? Uh, yes. Yay. I'll donate a drive to you for doing your job. Um, you master. <laughs> Don't be uh, <laughs> So uh, you take a moment to do what you do best, um, despite these slightly stressful situations, uh, and type faster. <laughs> right. Um, and <laughs> you are um, able to uh, determine that the um, terminal was accessed um, yesterday. Uh, and uh, it, nothing was able to be uh, shut down. You can tell that it does, in fact, uh, control the life support system here. So 
airway, temperature, all that good, good stuff that keeps, you know, human beings alive. Um, but uh, it was accessed yesterday, um, although the signal was never confirmed to shut down the, uh, the life support system. Okay. Um, can I put something in place to ensure that the life support systems cannot be shut off without a keystroke from me? Uh, you could. Um, you would know that the life support could not be shut off, period, without one of these keys, like the one right. that Dr. Astoria had. Um, like but just Dr. Astoria's key or any of their keys? Any, any one of those four keys. Right. I'm just making sure nobody else who might be, because the first thing she comes to her mind is like, she must have been fucking out of her mind she was trying to turn off life support. I don't want anybody else to try and do that. So I'm going to just put in a safety measure just in case. Okay. So yeah, that's that that I would put that in there with your uh, your crit success. Yeah. Perfection. Cool. And I will go back down the ladder and relay all of that information. Don't know why she tried to turn off the um you know breathing. I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> poke at the vent. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, do you want a friend? Do you want to hold on to peaches for now? No, I just want to collect specimens and prototypes, as that is my profession. Well, I pull out my handgun. Let's go make some more specimens, then. <laughs> and I'm going to walk towards... Uh, what was the next room over? It was uh, Operations three. Infirmary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a good place to have a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like more specimens would be in the laboratory, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> in the back, making innuendo jokes about specimens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you head to Sector 3. Um, inside, uh, there is a computer terminal that dominates the western side of the entire sector. Above this terminal, you can see a similar slot, uh, like the one up in the life support mini chamber. Um, the northern edge of the sector is divided into an infirmary that has thick plastic sheeting hung from the ceiling. Uh, there is an examination table here that is overturned. Uh, there are unsealed medical supplies that litter the entire room. Uh, and uh, a quick cursory glance, especially now that you have a little bit of extra lighting, can you can see that there is blood that covers numerous instruments here, as well as a trail of blood that leads from the infirmary through the bulkhead labeled SO4. There's also a red cabinet that sits in the corner. Okay. <laughs> um, also, uh, the clock for the first hour that you're here has ticked forward <laughs> to, keep you, to keep you all in the loop. You have no. seven hours. Seven hours remaining. <laughs> well, it took us seven a hours whole remaining. hour to turn on some lights and talk That's to just part, just, just part of the hour. <laughs> you know, you, there's three ticks to each hour. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, <I'm just> <laughs> 
anybody else getting the sneaky suspicion that we're not going to find survivors? I mean, as long as we find keys. Stop. Why am I even here? Damn. <laughs> well, Bo, at least you'll be here to, like, fix us from whatever creature's going to eviscerate us in the dark. And just take a long stare at Herman. Walking towards the plastic sheets. Trying to see what's underneath them. <laughs> just, just gonna. If he dies on a trip, his family gets paid a lot of money. <laughs> Life insurance is good. Life insurance is good. Get that hazard pay. <laughs> He's first on my list. If uh, if he goes, then I get a, a little bonus from my other soldier co-workers. So that's... We, I, you win I the may Deadpool? have placed bets on the order yeah. in which you died. So. I was about to say you win the Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm starting to think about rearranging the names. <laughs> uh, Herman, as you walk towards the uh, the sectioned off area um you push past the plastic sheeting which is just kind of hanging uh hanging there and the examination table here is knocked over to its side you can see that there is dried blood on the surface of it um as well as a smattering of different uh pieces of equipment that you you vaguely recognize uh, most of them uh uh surgical in nature um Beyond that, uh, there isn't a whole lot here. Um, there's no bodies. There is sadly no weird alien friends uh, that Aww. want to, to, to come and hang out with you. <laughs> Yet. I, I want that as a text tone. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like there's nothing back here, just some blood. It's not even the good blood. <laughs> Uh, Ty, we're gonna make some some, some text tones later. <laughs> I'm going to be a bad bodyguard. <laughs> Instead of thoroughly checking this room for more, uh, what's it called? Uh, dangers. Just we'll just if they come out, they come out. I'll come back for it. It's fine. <laughs> um, but I do want to follow that trail of blood that you said led from the infirmary to the next room over, right? <laughs> Uh -huh. Yeah, I want to pull Excellent. my gun out and just kind of walk that way. But then, as it, it, it's not dark over there, is it? No, everything kind of has a, a slightly, slightly soft light to it. Not oh, quite bright enough to be super helpful, but enough to be a little bit spooky. Oh, good. <laughs> it's appropriately spooky. Yeah. So <laughs> I wanna, spooky. I wanna go into the next room. We don't have to do that immediately, but that's what Dirk is sure. doing. He's just okay. Uh, Meandering onward. Okay. I'll, uh, uh, you said there was a red cabinet in here, weren't there? There's a red cabinet in the corner. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll like to check that red cabinet out. Okay. Uh, you pop that cabinet open, and inside you find a field med kit. Oh, excellent. Inside you find a dead body. <laughs> dead body. So, oh, the boy, have you got some med kit? Yeah, that's kind of my whole thing. Do you want a, do you want a, do you want a second one? I mean, sure, yeah. Well, Two for the price of one, I guess. I mean, it, it, it's it's fairly intact. It looks quite nice. So you never know, especially with Urban around. 
makes sense. Is there, def- <laughs> is there a defibrillator in there for when his heart finally gives out? Mm. Um, manager, I'd love to get my fingers on this keyboard. On the keyboard? All right. All right. Or all right. I'd love to get my fingers inside the system. In the system? Well, you can certainly try to do that. Um, and do what we talked about earlier, where ah. I'm trying to get a sense if there's any movement in the station. Um, see if I can get um, an up-to-date schematic from Morris to see if there's any weakened points that we need to see to, to ensure our safety. Okay. And get a track on these badges that we need to get, these key cards. All right, perfect. Um, you quickly realize uh, that the terminal doesn't seem to respond um, to your, your general probing, um, that you probably would need to put a key in it in order to have access to literally everything. i pull out Dr. Storia's key. Okay. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> chunk. And I... Um, uh, I'll do some hacker shit. I'll like have like I'll roll out my like whole electronic toolkit, and in it is like a homemade like almost pin reader that's like attached to the end of the keycard. So I kind of create my own keycard almost through it, because I gotta leave my name just you know at the bottom, <laughs> just sign it with a little flourish. Perfect. Ticks Ben here. <laughs> um, as soon as the. Uh, crew key is put into the terminal uh on the screen in front of you are uh three options uh the first one is station status uh that currently has a red uh message next to it that says sector 06 alert that's Uh, good morris (laughs) the second uh, uh the second option is cameras slash intercom which is currently showing as offline Mm-hmm. Um, a subsection of that, which is personnel tracking, also is offline. And then a third section, which is emergency controls, that in bold red solid letters says restricted. Well, I don't like anything being restricted. Um, I will bring at least the um, comms, tracking, and uh, cameras back online, if I can. Okay. Or finding out why they're offline. Okay. Maybe my, my engineer will have to go fix something. Can do that, no problem. <laughs> Takes out a screwdriver <laughs> and a cup of tea. Ah, oh, that could fix most things, you know. <laughs> um, flicking those uh, systems online doesn't take too much time. They turn on without too much of an issue. Um, the, uh, are you, um, what specifically are you, are you taking any time to look at them or just turning them on? I'm bringing them online and I'm going through section by section looking for, um, uh, structural integrity and, um, and also trying to get a beam on the, uh, crew tracking to kind of see, uh, track movement, um, and if there's not a code in there already, I will write a code to track movement and to alert me if anything passes by a camera. Okay. 
because this is sci-fi and I can do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> magic. <laughs> like magic okay i know just um, enough hacker shit for no reason from all the movies that i've watched i'm like yeah i can do this um doing that will take some time um but you can uh attempt to to uh hack the mainframe as it so so is um make your own code and things like that it, it just will take some time oh shoot um which currently you have plenty of mm -hmm. that's good <laughs> so i'm rolling a hack uh, yes, if you want to spend the time. I will let you know. It'll take roughly 40 minutes, so it'll finish up hour one. Uh, is everybody okay with that? If you want, we can try barricade. And you can go on without me, but I figured if I can do this, I can get a better beam on where the key cards are and what might be in our way to get there. I mean, if everyone else wants to go ahead, I can sit here with you. I'd oh, rather us follow not. Dirk. I'm already gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Dirk, what do you. What the fuck? So I guess if y'all want to catch up with Dirk. <laughs> Morris, do you think this would be beneficial to kind of get a beam on what's in the, around in the station? So you... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We need to we need to definitely see what's happening around here. And, you know, if you know you need to go repair something, just let me know. I'll just, sit, I'll just sit here with a cup of tea and just go. Alright, <laughs> Just pulls it out of your, your back. <laughs> Don't worry what, about it. What's your, wife's, um, what's your wife's name? Oh, yeah. Oh, Shelby. She just got. She just gave me a cup of tea. <laughs> Shelby's here gave me a cup of tea. <laughs> she didn't bring me one. That cow. <laughs> um. Uh.